All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the A Better Me Equals A Better We podcast. Um, I am your host, Trey. So excited to be back with you guys um, to discuss another great topic. Episode 13, um, this topic, the name of this uh, conversation or episode is going to be A Woman's Influence. A Woman's Influence. So, uh, we're going to be discussing a book today. Um, that's actually entitled A Woman's Influence by Sherry Gaskins and Tony A. Gaskins Jr. Um, and I brought along the super squad um, of women to talk about a woman's influence. And I'll also give my male perspective on a woman's influence tonight. Uh, without further ado, uh, let me let my panelists introduce themselves. So, Melissa, why don't you introduce yourself to our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself? Hi, guys. Um, of course, you guys know how I'm related to Trey. Um, I am an assistant manager at, I'm sorry, I am a manager, no longer an assistant with developmental disability. I really, really do things to like help people, anything I can do to help out, you know, um, as far as nice and home, as far as the youth. So if any of you guys out there here, I'm here for you. Anything I can do to contribute to our community, I'm really, really into that. Um, and I'm very proud of Trey, and I'm glad to be a part of this today. Nice, 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 nice. Um, so if anybody doesn't know, Melissa's actually my mom. She didn't put it out there. Uh, so Yolanda, why don't you introduce yourself to our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself. I'm going to say hello to everyone. Trey told me to keep it straight and short, sweet to the point because I want to get to the conversation. So what do I want you to know? I want you to know that I am <laughs> a divorced mom of five. I am uh, a minister. I am a, a community college sociology professor. I am a K-12 administrator, and I am a parentless adult child. So I'm excited to have been asked to join this panel and can't wait to get to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm so excited. And Key, why don't you introduce yourself for our viewers and tell them a little bit about yourself? My name is Keyshawna, and um, I'm a mother of one little adorable little girl that's she's had a lot of energy. And um, I'm a loving person, very, very, very personable. And, um, you know, I just like, I, I mostly get along with anybody and everybody. And I'm excited to be with you guys today. Nice. I'm excited as well. Um, you know, I always put a lot of time into picking uh, my panel and make sure that we got the best people for you guys to really enjoy the conversation. So this one, I believe, is going to be very, very, very good. Um, so in this book uh, called The Woman's Influence, uh, the author talks about or the authors, I should say, um, spoke about a lot of different ways um, that. Um, talked about a lot of different ways that the um, women, the woman influences a man, just their influence in the workplace and a lot of different places, right? But I chose three different 
chapters from the book um, to really dive into, right? So one of the chapters in the book that we'll be discussing um, is entitled Power Versus Influence, right? Power Versus Influence. And I think a lot of times uh, we may confuse the two, man or woman, right? Um, the difference between power and then the difference between their influence. Um, and uh, Yolanda, I'll start with you. Um, in certain cases, right, do you believe that there may be and that's in a position of power, um, but they're under the influence of a woman. Oh, absolutely. Listen, if a man has a wife who's a wise woman, then uh, yes, she is influencing him. If a man has a wife who's not wise, she's still influencing him, right? That's why they say happy wife, happy life. Um, I think as women, we miss the power of our ability to set an atmosphere in our homes and schools on our jobs. So yes, the man may hold the title. So I'll use my college word. Nominally, he may be the decision maker, but there is a woman who is speaking into him and her voice is impacting him for the good or for the not good. Right. That That is so true. I, th I think a lot of times we don't look at it like that, right? Like there's a guy that might run a Fortune 500 company, but his wife has all the ideas, right? Or they may be doing something, but he's really under that influence, whether it's a spouse, a significant other, or whatever the case may be, right? Um, so when we talk about it being a spouse, right? Um, Key, I'll ask you this question. Can the term or, or pillow contribute um, to a man's success? Absolutely, I think, you know, because that is really, um, I feel like that's really like, it's it's really intimate. And um, I feel like at that time, it's like, you know, that's when you lay down with your man and you discuss your whole day. So I definitely feel that it is definitely contribute that for sure. Right, like really simple things like pillow talk, right? Like what are we laying down, we talking about at night? Um, and then for a lot of people, a lot of their ideas um, come to them at night, like when you're at home. For sure, yeah, for sure. And, and stuff like that. So I can definitely see how um, quote unquote pillow talk could definitely um, contribute uh, to a man's success. Um, and pillow is that the end of the day, when you both had a long day and you both want to discuss what happened at work, you want to discuss, um, he want to discuss his day, you want to discuss your day and even what happens in the home. So that alone, that pillow talk leads to success because you're both filling each other's void of how you're feeling of that day and also of what needs to be done in your home. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. When we talk can about, add, yeah, Trey, go ahead. Can I ask and let me, uh, and, and I, I appreciate us talking talk, but let me back up because I'm a mom, right? So I guess for all the moms that's watching, talking about the influence of a man, he doesn't get to have the pillow talk with the wife unless he's uh. learned how to have a conversation with his mama, right? So uh. I want to say to all the moms in the room that with the sons, because I have two sons, let us be mindful that we're raising somebody's husband. So Absolutely. I want to throw that in there. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that and, is, and that's that even for men. Very pivotal. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 So pivotal. Yes, so, so now, right? Um, we talked about men being in position of power, women influencing the man. Um, so, uh, Melissa, men get the credit for what they create, um, but women don't for their influence. Um, do you think that true and calling, or false? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, son. You're breaking up a little bit. Say that again, please. I said men get the credit for what they create, uh, but women don't get the credit for their influence. Uh, is this true? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely firsthand. Because the reason why I say that is because um, you have some Fathers that can be sometimes absent, right? Uh. And the mother is there, the single mom is there raising them, raising them, raising them, raising them. And then the father just comes with the materialistic things. They have to be able to balance the two. Yeah. yeah. The I agree mom with that too. Is the influence, the dad is the provider. But our influence will always stick with our children. Okay. If something is going on with our kids, as far as, let me give you an example. If something is going on with you guys, as far as the the police um, comes and grabs you up, who is the first person that a man is going to call? Man is going to call. Not just the child. Who is the man going to call? He wants his mom. Okay. So yes, we do have um, the influence over the children we are a great influence over them but sometimes the dads tends to get more credit yeah in the household they do right that's i i I definitely agree with melissa as well because even when the parent even if the father is still in the household you're still doing more than what the dad is doing because we're women and 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 my thing is too is that at the end of the day it's like you know, the the father is there, but he he's still not there. So we still take all the responsibility sometimes. And that that's very difficult. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, one thing I can say from my experience, I can say my husband has always been okay, but I have right. been there. Do you guys right. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He's been in this life here whole Okay, but, but we, the the, we, we always day, take most of the responsibility. Exactly. We so, always, so, at, at the end of the day, no matter what. And then the thing is, my, my husband was there, but he had been mm-hmm. Okay, so I he slacked that. I had to step in. Absolutely. So, so I'm, there, I'm, you know, the uh, sometimes I feel like right now at this point, the credit I got it, but now he getting it. <laughs> let me let me challenge something though, ladies, because I I hear y'all and I honor it, but let me be the antithesis of the argument, right? Because what what this question made me please, think about please. is when. The when uh, you know, I think about the football players or the basketball players, and when they get there, they thank their mom, right? So, right. I think that we get the credit for the influence, 
but I want to speak more kind of communally. I think we have for we have not honored women, particularly in our community, as the influencer who they are, right? Until you're like, oh. But I remember when we had big mamas and when we had Medeas and when we had these <laughs> older black women who spit all this wisdom and knowledge. And we used to do this thing called table talk where we all get around, sit around. And when you yes. were uh, snapping peas and stuff and cleaning collard greens with Maria and telling her your business and she was giving you counsel, that was influence, right? We're missing uh, that, yep. Yeah, but unfortunately And kids me, were not involved in those conversations. That's right. And I think what has happened is the influence now has shifted because we no longer honor the old black women and their wisdom. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. there was a time where we saw that and we knew it was her talking and it was her counsel that kept us loving our husbands and raising our babies and staying on yes. a job we didn't like. Yes. But it was it was her influence. So yes. I think we I think we knew it. And then you really know it as, as a woman who's buried her mother. I feel the lack of my mother's influence now because she's gone. But I didn't value that as much when she was alive. I saw the glue dissipate when she died, right? Because I'm a daddy's girl. I adored my father. But my mother, man, after and, and especially after I became a mother, then I started understanding the power of her influence. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and for me, too, the first heartbreak really comes from your father or someone really, really close to you. It's usually your dad, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and that's the thing about it, too. Now, you know, and it, and it takes a village to raise a child. And we don't have that anymore. Right. Right. We don't have oh, that anymore. Absolutely, now, absolutely. Now, looking at, um, you know, the, the different perspectives that that you ladies have really like really broken down this question because this is a loaded question right so if when we say like men get the credit um you know for for what they create um but women don't get the credit for their influence like we could have looked at that like in the household uh we could have looked at that like business wise right there's so many different ways like that we could have really put a spin on that and that was really a loaded question and i love what each of you ladies had to say about it because I think that you opened up not just our viewers, but even my perspective um, on just the value of um, not just the woman's influence, but even the way that as a community or as uh, value uh, maybe the older women in our lives, maybe um, the mothers in our lives and, and things of that sort. So I really love um, all of you ladies take on this. Right. And I like the fact that you ladies brought up like the older generation, right? And how things were done just a little bit differently. Um, how um, I want to say the the women of old, the grandparents, the parents were maybe revered a little bit more um, back then. Um, and now today's generation is just a little bit, a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, um, Keyshawn, I'll ask you this um, question since. We're around the same age, right? So you're in the, like, the younger generation. Um, yeah. You believe that today's woman is power driven. Absolutely. And the reason why I say that is because we've been disappointed for so long when it comes down to men, because we already felt that a man had to be a provider, a man had to be a protector. And when that didn't happen, we fell, you know what I mean? And, and, and we were destroyed about it. 
So now that we can do this and we probably can do it better, it's like, oh, okay, so I'm going to go get it on my own because when he's not here, I still have to provide for my child. I right. still have to do that's this. That's a fact. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact because that, can, can, I, can, I, can I come in? Um, yeah, you can, sure, you can elaborate on that for sure. That's a fact because, because back in the day, us growing up, we always did depend on the man providing you guys this this younger generation you guys are definitely 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 way more independent than 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 we and my mom my grandma the dads used to go out and make the money and we would be home well not myself but but the older generation would be in the kitchen frying the bacon yeah. uh you know taking care of the kids yes, um so at home constantly um in the beginning of the introduction of the book, he said that it was uh, the women were barefoot and pregnant, and, that's and believed yep. to be that's that how way. Thought of us. Yep, believed exactly believed to be that way. But then we were able to get some 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 type back in the sixties, uh, and going forward, we started getting independence. You understand? Yes. We started not dependent on men so much. You had okay. women that didn't go to school, women that didn't work. Women that all they did was stay home, come in, food is on the table, and that was it. So and we had today, to take whatever the crumbs were left. And, and, so, right. so can I pose a question? Century is definitely power driven. Definitely. So I want to I want to pose a question, right? When when, sure. when we talk about women being uh, nowadays being power driven, right? I want us to look at it in the aspect of. Um, we talk about women now being more independent, right? And I think that that's a great thing, right? I think that all um, women and men should have a sense of independence. Like you should be able to take care of yourself, do for yourself because, you know, we're not going to be born married, right? So you're going to have to, so if you're a man and you're watching this, like, yes, you have to know how to wash your clothes. You have to know how to feed yourself, right? Like everybody should have a sense of independence um, and be able to provide for themselves, be able to um, hold six-figure jobs and, and things of that sort, right? Like I think that women should be millionaires, right? Like outside of their husband and she doesn't have to be married and, and stuff like that, right? But now I think that a lot of... Um, the younger generation, from from what I can see, and um, in, in certain aspects of our culture, um, power seems to be the um, the driving force. Like, not only do I want to make this money, but I want to be the boss, right? Like, I'm I don't want to influence, right? Like, I want to be the boss. And then now, when you have women who are okay being the influencer and allowing, um, let's say, like in their household. Um, letting their uh, husband be in the position of what people would call of, of power or being in charge, um, it seems like the role of influencer may be looked down upon, right? So, Yolanda, I'll ask you this question um, because, again, this is just, I'm just being objective, but you ladies would know better than I would. Um, so, Yolanda, do, do you think that uh, the position of an influencer uh, nowadays is looked down upon by women? So I was listening to my sisters talking. Let me tell you what I learned very early. And I'm going to refer back to my parenting days. Uh, and there was a question that uh, Natalie asked. People who manipulate are people who feel powerless, right? Mm. 
I learned that very early. Children who are manipulative have learned that because they have not been empowered by their parents to make decisions, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So when you talk about a woman who wants power and that power is can be not healthy, right? Then I submit to us watching tonight to question whether or not that's a woman who really feels helpless in space in her own world. I valued my at-home mom. It didn't matter that money was tight and stuff was happening in my life. I valued that. So because I valued that, I made mothering that was powerful to me. That was influential. Why? Because I recognized that as a mother, I'm speaking to the next generation. As an educator, I'm educating children next generation. So I'm influencing people that I probably would never see again, right? So I think a big part of this are women, um, you know, is it power? Are we driven? No. If you give value to what you do, that alone is powerful. So if you're a woman who's an influencer, you're raising babies or you're working your job or you what you're doing and you what I do matter. Yeah. Yeah. I all about how you carry that role. Right. So that's that's definitely, um, you know, a good way to look at it, um, because your your perception is going to be your reality right like that's like one of the one of the oldest sayings like perception is reality so how you look at something how do you how you own that role um is really going to contribute to if you feel powerless or what you look at as power right um so and i'm happy that you brought it to the family and, and really owning that role right like so if you are you know the stay this is what I do. I own that. This is this is my um, an authority, right? Um, a woman's influence on her family, and I'm going to give you guys um, a quote. And and um, Melissa, you can tell me if this is true or false. Um, a woman's influence on her family, husband, etc., can be her great reward or her own undoing. Um, mm -hmm. Do you believe that's a true statement? I believe that, that that can go both ways because um, the woman's influence can sometimes make a man feel, um, what's the word, um, less than what he is because uh -huh. we don't want to do that. You understand what I'm saying? We don't want to right. make to him feel. To emasculate him. Emasculate. Exactly. Right. We, we, we want him to feel um that we are both equal um the influence should be coming from let me speak for myself let me not even try to speak in general okay okay my my influence on my kids work for us my husband's right. influence on our kids work for us we worked as a team it may not have always been when they wanted to but we worked together to where our kids were able to um, be all, all successful. It is a great reward because, um, like I said, our minds had worked together and, and we got it done. So sometimes um, it can be 
um, a, a reward, then sometimes it can be some women feel like it's her undoing because they the kids go grow closer to the father than they do to the mother. Even though, as I stated earlier, so much more. Hmm. Absolutely. When we look at that, right, like um, the relationship in the home, the influence that um, a mother can have on the children, the influence that, that they can have on a husband, right? Um, if look at women as the influencer, right? Um, being able to, and, I, and for me personally, I can't personally think of an entity that can influence a man more than a woman, right? Like I can't think Absolutely. of anything else that would be a greater influence for a man to do anything, right? Um, I, when I look at that, right, I think to myself, like, okay, if if a woman is influencing a man to be better, right, then or to influence her children to be better, as you said a moment ago, right, that would be like her great reward, right, because now she would reap the benefits of all of her influence. Um, Yolanda, like, what do you think are some things that women can do to uh, influence a situation that could possibly be their undoing? So I'm so glad you said that because I was going to ask you to let me jump in. I was standing there like, tag me in, Trey, tag me in. Um, so here, here's what I want to say. And I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say this how I feel it all. There are two things I always said raising my kids I never wanted my children to say to me. I never wanted my kids to call me a liar or to call me a hoe. I said that. And here's the reason why. Because what I recognize is children get older. And when mm -hmm. they think that they're grown, they will tell you what their truth is. Right? So we have a generation of young people who saw us not walking our integrity not walk in our honor, and we didn't recognize that we were still influencing them. Our, some lessons are caught and some lessons are, are taught. So so all the women watching, because we talk about a woman's influence, you're, you are influencing your children. So this is where it could get to be the, what's the undoing when you, you didn't walk it out, but you talked it out, right? You lived a life that said, do as I say, but not as I do. Our, our kids are calling us. This generation, you all, Trey, you and Key on here, y'all are calling us out on our hypocrisy. And well. that's the part that I think we have to take ownership of. Because see, when Big Mom and them were living their life, they were upright women. And whatever dirt they did, we didn't see it. We didn't know about it. Matter of fact, you found out at the funeral, right? But we were not <laughs> undercover with our stuff. And so mm -hmm. that's where it can become your own undoing because what your kids saw you say and what your kids saw you do were two different things. You know what? I I, I, I agree. Let me chime in a little bit on that because um, I, I have my past of, of the things that I have done. And also I felt guilty about the times when I was going to school um, to obtain my bachelor's degree, going to school to obtain my degree. And at the same time, my children were um, not raising themselves, but I just wasn't there for them as much as I should have been. But I was trying to be a good influence. Uh -huh. um, 
you know, I was really, really, really trying to be a good influence and get everything that I can for them so that they can have better than what I had when I was growing up. So in a sense, this question, the undoing, maybe, yeah. But um, I think in the long run, um, my son, look at him now, he's a mother and, and he's doing this. My daughter, she works at Will Carnell. Uh, my other son, he's a truck driver. So I thank God for the it blessing. so bad. And I thought, so bad. I thought that didn't, and, and look, and, and, and my kids didn't know, like, I used to cry, 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 because I felt like, like, leaving them you know like oh my god like you know but i knew I had to do something to make yeah. something work for my yeah. yeah and and the good thing is is that you got to do um even if children don't understand at a younger age like we get older right and we we That's understand right. um you know uh there are a lot of things that both my parents said to me like you may not understand now but you'll understand when you get a little bit older yeah. you do um, you know, understand now, um, you know, a lot of the were done at that time. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, what, as far as like being that example, right. Even if he's not, um, doing it to, um, to be an influencer taught and some things are caught, like, you know what I'm saying? So, that's definitely something that we all have to look into, uh, and women, um, because somebody's always watching, right? Um, and as far as that, I really wanted to jump to another chapter um, that was entitled Know Your Worth. And I think that that's so, like, e even just saying know your worth, I saw all y'all things like, <laughs> like, really a big a lot of people don't know what they're worth and because of a lot of different reasons, right? So when you hear the phrase, know your worth, um, what does that mean to you? Okay, for me, I'm going to say, because it's, it's a journey, you know, it's a process. And um, knowing your worth to me is, you know, knowing certain things, like don't look for validation from anyone. You know what I mean? It's about self-love, loving yourself, knowing what you can't take and what you cannot take. You know, it's about it's about empowering yourself, telling yourself that you're great, you know, because in this world, it, it, it's vicious, you know, and, you know, it will have you sobbing in a corner somewhere. So it's about self-love. It's really, really, really about self-love and loving yourself and loving on you and knowing, you know, and, 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 and telling yourself that I'm this, I'm great. Yeah. And, and I can do this, you know? So it, it's, it's all about that. And not yeah. looking for validation from anyone. Love is really, um, is really crucial. Right. And I think it's some it's something that's undervalued. It's become, uh, self-love is one of those things that I believe has become, uh, more of a cliche saying a meme, uh, something you post, uh, you know, in the morning when you want to get a lot of likes, because you know everybody gonna say, yeah, love yourself. But it may not be something that a lot of people are practicing, um, where people get up on certain platforms, Facebook, church, um, work, um, and you have to put it together um, as somebody that's loving on themselves. But in all actuality, it's not something that we're all actually practicing. So I really agree um, with the love yourself, right? Um, and Yolanda, I'll ask you this question. Um, do you believe that most women know their worth? 
Absolutely, unequivocally not. <laughs> so I think that knowing your worth, and I love the fact that you already have addressed it's a journey, right? It is a journey. And we get, as women, we don't appreciate that we get better with time. I look better now at, all, at 46 than I did in my 20s and 30s. And I wow. tell young people, I said, listen, in your 20s, you recognize that you crazy. In your 30s, you <laughs> recognize that people are crazy. And in your 40s, it all start to come together, right? I think when we talk about knowing your worth, I want to, because he said something in a book that was really good, and I think his wife said it, knowing your worth really translates to setting boundaries. This is what I'm just not going to take no more. This is what I'm not going to allow people to do. I'm not going to participate in my own demise. So if you don't think that I'm great, then you're not my person, right? Yeah. That's how you know your worth. I can look at a woman and see who she's hanging with and tell if she knows how much she's valued. Because if you're running with people who don't validate you and who don't support you, the young folks got a meme out there say that don't clap for you. I love that. If I can't share my success with my girls, then they really ain't your girls. I want to challenge you to check yourself, right? So no, we don't, we don't, we don't know our worth because we got to trust. You know your worth when you can trust your own thoughts. You can trust the company that you keep. You can trust your own decisions. And even if you mess up, you take ownership of, man, I made a mistake, but that ain't it. It's a right. lesson learned. Yeah. And, and, and um, it's, it's, it's really one of those things, like, like you said, and if you're watching this and you happen to come in in the middle of that, I need you to fast forward back because there was some steps that you might have missed um, in, in, in this entire video, right? Like all of these women have gave such good information. Um, if you're watching this video, share it. I promise you, man, woman, child, like somebody needs to hear this, right? And it's all a journey, right? I really love the fact that you ladies said that, like it's a journey and then laying out different steps um, on on how the journey sometimes takes different turns. Um, and one, be positive about yourself, right? Um, so Melissa, what are some ways um, or some of the pros um, of someone knowing their worth? Some of the pros of knowing your worth is that you can influence your family, your husband, your community, your friends, those around you, of knowing your worth. If, if you don't know your worth, if you're not good to yourself, but to no one else. Yes. So yes. you have to literally know your worth. You have to li literally know what you're going to settle for. Do not, under no circumstances, settle. Yes. Um, you have to know your, your own self-worth. Because if you're not good with yourself, you're good to no one else. So knowing your worth is very important. That that's like me. I I know my worth. Okay. Um. I am currently now working at a job that tried to give me. Um. Now 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 I'm going into the workforce. Okay. That tried to give me little or nothing of pennies. Oh. I disagree. I know my worth. Um. I'm not gonna settle for this. And then. Not only that, even when it comes to men, mm -hmm. you have to know your worth, women. 
You can't let them just tell you what uh, uh, blow smoke. Y'all know what I'm saying? Blow smoke up your. That's you understand? Right. Know your That's worth. Right. Okay? Yeah. It comes to yeah. girlfriends. Girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, that that'll tell. Oh, you look so nice. You look so this, and you look like casket shot. You understand the makeup? <laughs> okay, know your worth and know yourself. You right. know yourself and know your worth. So that anything actually, that you do um, in life, that's what you um yeah. Know your I worth. agree on that too. I definitely agree on that. And, and 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 my thing is too, you know, and we have this cliche, we a black strong woman, but you know, being strong, it comes with pain. You know, we had to build that up. You know what I mean? The, the, the strength comes from weakness. So we had to build that up. And like I tell everybody, I don't care if it's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, if they're toxic, they are toxic. It does not matter. They need to go that way. Because once you know yourself, you know that you're not going to allow that in your life anymore or any Absolutely. longer. Absolutely. So that, that, me, um, that actually leads me to another question. And I really want to see, um, Key, what you think about this. Um, mm -hmm. Do you believe um, that there are women who are influenced um, in any manner, right? Um, whether it be a man or a friend or but influenced um, by their desperation of not being alone. Absolutely. You know, we, I mean, women, we stay in for different situations. Some is more so for the provider, you know, because, you know, they, they were stay at home moms or they can't provide for themselves, you know, or they're abusive. So of course we stay in different situations for different times, for different things. And especially some things are because a lot of women don't want to be alone. You know, or they feel like they can't get any better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's hard. It, it's really difficult. So, yeah, I do believe that women stay in situations. I think a lot of people stay in situations because they feel like they don't want to be alone. Yeah. I think you and I may be on the same page with that. Um, uh, so, that me, hold on. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, sweetie. I apologize. That may not be everyone's situation, right? But for percentage, like I do think that not not even just women, right? I do think that a lot of people are, um, and I agree with you in the sense that a lot of people are in situations because of their desperation of not being alone. And I think a lot of that stems from um, parenting, right? Childhood trauma, like um, abandonment issues, right? Um, a lot of people that have undealt with trauma may be in a situation where they're able to be influenced or manipulated um, because of situations that have happened to them in the past um, that now makes them anxious at the thought of being by themselves. So they'll do and be wherever they need to be in order to in order for them to feel included. Um, but which we all know that's not everyone. Um, so Yolanda, I'll start with you. Um, and then Melissa, I know you had a take on this too. Um, what's your take on that? So <laughs> this is the part of the conversation that gets me into trouble <laughs> because I think everything that we said is so true. Let me acknowledge that. And I'm also going to acknowledge that I recognize as someone who does work in psychology and counseling, that we all want this sense of belonging, right? So I acknowledge it's, it's human 
to want to connect. But I want to touch on something that they said in the book. At the end of the day, you got to face your fears. Why? So here's the question. Why do I want somebody to love what I don't even love, which is me? If mm. I don't like spending time with me, why do I want to bring somebody else into my life to make me feel good about hanging out with me? I got to know that I'm good with spending time with me. And I have to know that I am the blessing. I am amazing. You, you know what? I'm not shocked that you think I'm fly. You know why? Because I think I'm fly. I'm not shocked that you think that I'm smart. You know why? Because I think that I'm smart. That's the energy you got to go in. And if you don't feel that, and if that hasn't been built up into you, then I need us to find the safe places or create the spaces in our life where we're monitoring how we talk into ourselves mm -hmm. and where we're monitoring how we allow other people to talk to us. And then listen to your thoughts. If you're still dealing with that stuff from your childhood, and that's still holding you hostage, you can't ask somebody to be for you more than what you're willing to be for yourself. Mm. And that's the part when people talk about, you know, I'm staying in this marriage. One more thing, because I know we said we're going to keep it short, sweet, to the point. I want to challenge women in particular, the lie we tell ourselves for staying in toxic marriages and relationships is that the kids need their father. If you ask your children, if you were brave enough to ask your children, they would tell you that they would rather see you by yourself and happy than with that man and miserable. So even that is a lie that we trick ourselves into because we won't face our own fears. Mm, mm. That that right there is really crucial. And, and uh, Melissa, you said you had to take on it as well? No, no, no. Just like like she said, and I'm just gonna sum it up. You love yourself before you can love anyone else. Just that simple. Yeah. If you don't love yourself, you can't love no one else. I want I want to get to a top to a topic, and, and we're a little short. And it sucks because this this was the one that I was really um, looking forward to talk about. Me and me and Yolanda were talking about this off air. Um, so the the, the chapter. Um, that I think is going to be very interesting uh, for men and women. Uh, this chapter was entitled The Rules of Engagement, right? Uh, I thought that this was going to be very, very, very interesting just to see you guys' thoughts on this, um, men and women alike, right? Uh, so, uh, Key, I'll start with you. Uh, one of the questions I have in regards to this, uh, how important... Is it that women make men wait for whatever it is that they want? I think I think that it's very important, you know, and the reason why I say that is because, you know, you have to have a challenge. You know, if you give it up so easy, then it's not a challenge. It's not fun anymore. So I feel like you have to challenge. First of all, you got to challenge that guy. You got to challenge yourself as well. And um, yeah, I really feel that that's very, very important. Yeah. Make yeah. a way. You got to make a way, you know, because you have so much more that you want to give, but you can't give it so quick because you don't know who you're giving it to if they're going to treasure that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you, you have to wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can definitely see that. Um, and I think a lot of men, um, like you said, as far as like the challenge or 
or um, it being something to look forward to, right? Um, yeah. You know, to a job, uh, it just gave you everything that you wanted. After a while, you get bored with it, right? And you're like, you know what? Yes, I make a lot of money, but this, like, I don't want to come here every day. Like, I don't want to do this, right? Um, right. So I can speak on that um, and why that is important. Um, Yolanda, I'll ask you this question. Do you believe, or what do you believe, um, I should say, are the rules of engagement for women? So I'm going to say to you, uh, I'll hear what I said in the, in the back room, right? I think that the rules of engagement change as we get older. I'm almost 50 years old in the game, right? So when I look now, I'm not in no hurry. I'm looking for health stability. I'm looking for some vision, you know? I'm looking for all the stuff that I missed on the first run, right? And on top of that, I have a vision for my life now. I'm a business owner. I'm raising children. I'm going to uh, I'll probably work, getting ready to prepare to work on my doctorate degree. So I am not in such a hurry, right? So one of the things that I thought was really interesting in his rules of engagement was the 12-month period. That's no time for me. In a year, I blink and a kid then went did age a year, right? So I I think that the rules of engagement change as we get older because we're we're what I need now from a man looks very different than what I did in my twenties, right? Mm -hmm. And and this time when I when I do it, I'm riding this thing to the wheels fall off. So this is it. Divorce ain't no option. So yeah. if that's my truth, I gotta I gotta slow down and, and learn a little bit more. So, I, so young folks, y'all follow the rules in the book. He said one year, uh, one to two years engaging. He said a year, no, one to two years dating, engaged. He said from the time you meet the person to the time y'all get married should be three years. Well, mm. That is very interesting. And I really want to see in the comments right now, I need a time frame. Like, let me know how long should it take as a woman, right? Like, as a woman, how long are you dating this guy before, it, in your mind, the clock is ticking to propose? How long are you being proposed to and you're allowing to just be engaged? Like, is it really three years, right? Like, so women, please just write, write there in the comments, put it in there. We want to know, like me as men that are going to watch this or maybe a woman who's not particularly sure, right? And she might need some outside advice. Um, I know Yolanda spoke to people that may be a little bit more seasoned. Like, listen, I need a little bit more time. Uh, when when we were off at Yolanda's, um, one of the things that she said is, I need to know, like, if you got any health conditions. I can't find that out in a year, right? Like that back. I mean, for, yeah. Ideally, I think that it should be three years too. And the reason why I say that too is because I mean, now Trey, you should answer this. They say that a man knows when he's gonna marry that woman on the first date. Is that true? I mean, I can't. So what I will say concerning that, I don't think that a man knows if he would marry a woman on the first date. And I personally believe that a man should judge 
whether he wants to marry someone on the first day. Um, because like in the same instance with the whole health condition thing, there are things that when you meet people, you just don't know about them, right? Um, and then there's this old saying that says when you meet people, you don't meet them, you meet their representative, right? Um, right. I just saw um, something online where they were showing like a comparison between like job versus me now, right? And when they first right. got the job, around with Joe, and it was like, tell me what I got to do to, like, when that's how you walk, <laughs> first get the job, right? And then the second, then, then it was like, after I had this job for a while, it's like, y'all going to make me lose my, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's the same thing with relationship, right? So, so it's easy to say that the first day you meet somebody, right, you like, oh, man, I think this, this is <laughs> that you can kind of have your mindset in that direction. Like, oh, I think that she or he might have these qualities I'm looking for, but whether you're time period is three years or 10 years or just take the adequate amount uh adequate enough time for you to be sure in what you're doing right um time time will do everything that you need to Absolutely. know um, and then you, you have, have to get to that. know someone yeah definitely Absolutely. so now that we talked about like the rules of engagement right um and then just to bring it back to the influence uh, Melissa, what are some ways um, that women can actually influence the rules of engagement in general, like in a situation? Um, be open-minded to uh, the party. Take your time as far as the rules of engagement. You cannot just rush. These days, you definitely cannot rush into anything. Um, you really have to get to know someone. Like they said, like, like you just said, um, so a lovey-dovey and then afterward you're gonna make me lose my mind you know what i'm saying okay. so the best thing to, is to take it at a these days at a slow pace you have to get to know someone the rules of engagement me myself um i'm gonna say your dad and i two years i was engaged wow this day in time uh but i've been with him over 30 years yeah. Um, this, this day in time, the way that, um, it may not sound, you know, back in the day we made baby making music. The days that they, uh, <laughs> the music that they making now is, uh, this one to be, this one to be, you know, they don't respect each other as much. So you really right. gotta be careful at the partner that you pick. So the rules of engagement is really tight. At, at, at this point, because women are doing way more than we were back then. Men are doing way more than they were back then. All right. Way so, more. Uh, Trey, 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 let me jump in real fast, because I anytime I Jaden comes up... Longer. Yeah, anytime Jaden comes up, I just, I, yep, I just... I feel compelled when Jaden comes up to go to put on my psychology hat real, real quick. So y'all indulge me for like 60 seconds. So the first thing I want to say about uh, when you first meet somebody, love makes you high. Literally, the part of your brain that lights up when you have, it's in your pleasure center. That is what you are feeling. You are having an actual chemical reaction to that person. This is why we tell you you need to take time because 
your rational mind is not operating. Throw in Absolutely. there sex, throw sex in there, and you at a whole nother level because your body, your brain begins to connect the orgasm to the individual. So let me free some women on this call. You know why you think he was such a great lover? Is because you replayed that thing over and over in your mind, okay? Mm. And in your brain, you're making these connections that are addictive. We don't talk about love and relationships and infatuation in a neurological, from a neurological aspect. Literally, that's why you'll have your friends say, now you don't see that? You didn't see that red flag? No, you really didn't because your brain is high. So I wanted to make sure that I put that out there because that becomes key for us to have conversations about when we're dating. The second thing I wanna say is, we don't tell people that when you are uh, dating someone, engaging someone, marrying someone, you engage in his mama, his daddy, the sister, the, the grandmama, the great uncle. If you dating somebody, go to the family reunion. Go to the family reunion so you can see what you are getting ready to recreate with my last point because i told you 60 seconds we don't talk about babies like they're eternal right mm -hmm. when you make a baby with a man you are speaking into eternity that bond does not even get broken at death when my great 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 grandchildren i'm dead and gone y'all when they go back to the top of that food chain, it's going to start with me and my ex-husband. Mm. So we got to start teaching people that having babies with men, when uh. that is speaking into eternity, don't lay down with somebody. You can't see yourself recreating people and Absolutely. speak it into eternity with. Yeah. So and that's so, yeah. And that's so true too. And, and especially with men nowadays, Especially with men, they 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 want you to have the baby, but they don't want to marry you. So it, it's kind exactly. of all backwards. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we can have a kid, but no, oh marry, oh God, no marriage. So right. it's really backwards. Yes, yes. And because they don't and look the at it in that realize way. Realize these days that the men they're sleeping with, you're not only giving them your body, but you're giving them a part of your soul. Absolutely. Careful. At, at, at who you, you know, it's, it's not just about yeah. sex, it's about, because yeah. women are emotional creatures, so you got to be very yeah. careful who you're dealing with. Right. right, so real quick guys, so we got a few more minutes left, right, three minutes, right, so I'm going <laughs> to ask of you this question, right, each of you guys this question, and I want everybody in the comments, I'm sorry guys, we didn't get a chance to do question time today, um, I really wanted, I really wanted to do question time, give you guys an opportunity to ask all of our panelists questions and stuff like that. But it's my last question for you guys, and I can't wait to see your answer, right? So who picks up the bill? And whoever picks up the bill, is this due to one party's influence? So Yolanda, I'll start with you. Who picks up? Okay, who picks up the bill? I'm on a date. I don't want to pay for it for real, but I'm an offer. And I want it to be a fight. I want it to be a fight. And he, I, want, I, I will offer, but I don't want him to make me pay for real. 
right. So so now so now Melissa, your go. Picks up the bill. Go. Uh I well <clears throat> the way my bank account is set up. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> let, let me just tell you guys a story. I know that um, you know, we 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 are but Trey Corn's dad and I, we, we we go out to eat. And when we go out to eat, we go to Red Lobster. So I normally order um, my meal, which is two ultimate feasts, and he, he orders his meal. So the waiter's like, okay, um, are you guys done? He's like, no, because she just ordered like a whole bunch of stuff. So now we're at, at the end of the day, when, when it's time to pay, we're looking at each other like, I think that we can both, you know, foot it. But most of the time, I'm not going to lie, I look for him to foot it. But it's okay for both of us to do it because he does the grocery shopping. He does, you know, everything else. Yeah, I could take him out to eat sometime. Yeah, it's not a problem. He told me once, he said, it's cheaper for him to feed me. <laughs> he did say that. So, so, uh, so, so cute. Now, who picks up the bill for you? Well, you know, uh, my fiance, he usually does, but for me, it really doesn't matter. You know, I, it doesn't matter. So it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's all a matter of, okay, so you can do it this time. I can do it next time, but he usually does. And I kind of like it that way too. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. So I think, so what, I'm, what I'm hearing right now, right? This is what I feel like I'm hearing right now. The consensus is I'm an offer. I might got it to pay, but I I I need you to pay. Like it'll be nice. But to, to but pay. He, like you pay, right? Yeah. Yes. Let yeah, me just it say this. Can, how much it is? Too. No, 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 no. Can I just say one thing? And and, and um, Trey, forgive me for saying that. And and you guys, it's just an inside joke. When. Dad says you're on the effing side of oh, guys. Know what that means. <laughs> like, yes, I have to say that. So it's like it's it. Uh, I pay, you pay. If if it's too expensive, you know. So yeah, but he's he he's sweetheart because he always pays. Always. You know what's up? He never lets because you. Oh, go ahead, Melissa. No, y'all hitting yeah. us with the old faking. That's what no, I'm going to call this. Right. Because, yeah, usually my fiance, he usually have the bill, and I'd be like, if it's 23 cents, I'm like, babe, I got the change. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, sorry. The change. I'm sorry. I apologize if I said that. I've been with him over 30 <laughs> years, you know, and, 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 and him and I are honest and so, so open with each other that, you know, that that it, all right, y'all. That just happened. So, you know? so real quick, and that's right? beautiful, Melissa. Yes, yes it thank is. you, Look, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Quanette said what I just said in the comments. She said I leave the tip. See, I I knew it, right? Like throw that tip. <laughs> tip. I believe so, in the change. Yep. Yeah. So now, right? We talked about influence. I really love all the. You ladies perspective on the influence um i think that you guys spoke to a lot of different people's situation right um you know there may be someone who may be going through one thing and they might look at things another way and that might um you know 
know, help somebody else. So be a woman that never heard of the faking pay, right? Like, and she even paid for the bill the whole time. Like, you know, you just never know. Right. So I think that you, you, all of you ladies, like really hit it on the head. Um, and I really love what you all had to say. Um, I think that this episode is going to be viewers um, that are watching and a lot of our viewers that watch at a later time. Um, they'll be able to get so much from this. So I want to thank you ladies so much. Um, and But in the essence of time, um, we're going to wrap up. So I'm going to go around. See you ladies. Um, do you have anything to leave our viewers with? So Key, I'll start with you. Um, do you have anything you want to say to our viewers before we get out of here? I just want to tell the ladies, you know, just to love on yourself, you know, and practice that more, you know, and um, just just blessings to everyone. And I hope peace and love and happiness in everyone's home. Oh, dope. And I, I so enjoyed you guys. I really don't want it to end. So <laughs> it was beautiful. And, and thank you guys for I, I thank you, Traquan, you know, and, and congratulations to you. You know, Thanks. you deserve all these blessings. Congratulations. And I enjoyed you ladies as well. So thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. Um, and I told you it would be fun, right? I uh, Once you get up here. Yes, you did. So um, Melissa, did you have anything for our viewers before we got out of here? Yes. Um, on this topic, like I said, I've been married um, to my husband, Trey Newson Hawthorne, over 30 years. Uh, a woman influence does count and at today today and i have learned a lot from you guys we do matter in our man's life best believe that we do um i want to thank you guys for having me here on no um trey if you're watching trey i love you um thank all of that you know you have done with our kids over the years i'm so proud of my son thank you Ladies, everyone that's on the panel, everyone that's watching, I love guys. Nikki, that's that's pretty much it. We really got encouraged. And Yolanda, did you have anything for our viewers before we got out there? So I'm gonna say to every woman out there, take the am I off of this? You are an influencer. And I want to challenge you to be a positive influence. You are the thermo you are the thermostat. You set the tone everywhere you go. You are not a thermometer. You don't read a room. You create the atmosphere that you want to happen. And when and let me tell y'all how I walk into every space. When I get there, the blessing just showed up. The solution just showed up. I am the answer to the problem. That is not arrogance, lady. That, ladies, that is confidence. Don't let nobody tell you that you knowing your worth means that you're narcissistic. No, you just ain't going to take no wooden nickels and you know mm -hmm. who you are. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Um, it's especially only yes, the room. Man, That was awesome. Awesome. Walk in, this is you, right? Walk in, you own the room. You're not the thermometer, right? Like you engage in it. Like you're you're it, right? Um, so I definitely agree with that so much. Um, I'll leave you guys with this, right? I had such a great time talking about this. Um, 
I want to give you guys the opportunity to pick a topic. Um, I've been posting about this forever and a day, right? I've been posting about this day that I want you guys to pick a topic. So in this, in the comments right now, like before this live stream ends, what do you want to talk about? Like, what do you guys want to talk about? This topic was actually a suggestion by Key, right? She, she uh, was the one that suggested this to me. So I just want to let you guys know that I'm going to, like, we're going to talk about it, right? It's not like you're going to give me an idea. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So put in the comments what you guys want to talk about um, because I want to talk about something you guys want to talk about, right? With that being said, next episode, next Tuesday the 6th, the topic for next week is going to be a book so much entitled Boundaries. We talk so much about boundaries um, today um, and, and talking about the influence and being able to stand strong with your boundaries and setting boundaries, right? Now, in this book, this book is um, actually by Henry Cloud, um, and he talks about different ways to set boundaries, ways to keep boundaries, um, and ways to know when your boundaries are being overstepped, right? So I can't wait to talk to you guys about that. Um, everybody, like I think everybody had an issue with boundaries, whether you were the one overstepping or someone else was overstepping. Um, so next week is going to be amazing. Thank you guys so much for watching. And before we go, don't forget to like, Comment, subscribe. Also, most importantly, uh, better me equals a better we. All right. So I'll see you guys next week, Tuesday.